Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Fire in the Madhouse. I am your host, Gentry Petzold. Thank you guys so much for being here with me today. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, it really means a lot to me that you guys give me your, um, your attention in this time of your life. And I hope that you guys are getting some value from these shows. I know that I am. It fills me up. It brings me joy. It like sparks inspiration in my heart every single time I get to record these podcasts and to share them with you guys and to get your feedback is like, it's incredible. It's just amazing. So I just want to say thank you so much. So a couple of months ago, I went to an auto zone to pick up some automotive parts for a pickup truck that I've been working on. And well, not me, my mechanic friend. Um, uh, and I went to AutoZone and was checking out <clears throat> with one gentleman and an additional, like a younger guy. And then an older gentleman walked up and was kind of asking questions about the part that I was purchasing and the truck that was sitting outside and so on and so forth. And here's the thing that I love about being a coach. This is one of the things that I love about when people find out what I do, um, conversations have a tendency to go much deeper. <laughs> They're not so superficial. It's not about like, you know, like a, like a, like an auto part, you know, like it's, it's not about like a, you know, a, a spark plug or something. It's actually like the heart opens up. And I really love being blessed in that way where people feel like they can kind of confide and open up. And uh, so somehow the conversation went to, you know, that I do personal development coaching and the older gentleman disclosed to me that through the conversation disclosed to me that his mother had recently passed away and he was really heartbroken over it because he said some things to her before her passing that really, he regretted. He really regretted. She was a smoker, She had been battling with cancer. She didn't quit smoking after going through, you know, her treatments. And he had her living with him at the time. And what took place was he said, I don't want you living here if you're going to continue smoking cigarettes. And he was really mad And he was really angry. And he said this out of anger. He said, I don't want you living here if you're going to keep smoking cigarettes. And instead of his mother heeding his warning and really hearing what he was truly saying, (laughs) she moved out. She moved out. She left. And she ended up passing away by herself alone. And he has not forgiven himself. It was fresh for him. It was still sitting really heavy in his heart. He was still very heartbroken. He was feeling a lot of regret and a lot of um, just self-hatred over what he shared. And so I shared with him the first question out of my mouth when he was he started to cry. I mean, this is at like an auto zone or an O'Reilly's or wherever I was. He started to cry because he just was so filled with so much guilt and shame and regret. And so I just stopped him and I said, I'm going to ask you a question. I want you to really think about this just for a second. 
And I said, did you say what you said to her to be malicious or to be hurtful or to be hateful? Or did you say it out of love? Did you tell her, I don't want you living here if you're going to continue smoking cigarettes because you were trying to be mean to her? Or did you say it because you loved her and you didn't want to lose her? And of course he said it out of a place of love. Of course he said it because he was afraid to lose her. Of course. And so he acknowledged that finally. So what I shared with him was, I want you to consider the possibilities that as your mother was leaving her body, she was filled with love and with truth and awareness. And that she understood that when you said that to her, It was not said out of anger or hatred or maliciousness. It was said from a place of love because you didn't want to lose your mother. You wanted her to be as healthy as possible and stick around for as long as possible. Correct? And he was like, of course. And so I said, so I want you to consider that you didn't say something out of anger as you, cause that's how he presented it to me was that he said he got really mad and he yelled at her and he said something, you know, that he wished that he didn't say. And so I shared with him that what he said was actually shared from a place of love. And so from that place, from that conversation, after a year and some change, he started to have a shift in his healing a shift in the way that he started thinking about what he had actually done and said, a shift in the way that he wanted to live his life, a shift in the way that he wanted to communicate with his siblings and his children and his grandchildren. There was a shift there where, uh, because there was a shift there because he was able to identify that if he could actually just keep in touch with the truth and the honest reality that what he was trying to say was from a place of love and to start communicating from that place versus the reactive place of saying things out of frustration or anger or exhaustion or fear, which is the big one. And that's the big one for most of us. Most of us have a tendency to talk from a place of fear. Most of us have a tendency that when we get confronted or scared or when there's something new or when there's something scary or when there's something unknown, we have a tendency to speak from a place of fear, a place of frustration, a place of exhaustion, a place of confusion. But I want to present a question to you. And again, this is what I always try to do in the podcast. I'm trying to share personal life stories that I go through because it's the work that I have to do on myself that I want to invite all of you to consider doing for yourself. Not to say that you're not doing your work, because that's not what I'm implying. What I'm implying is, is that would you like to do this work with other like-minded people? And since I'm taking up your time while you're listening to this show... I will always try to relate to what I do when I self-audit, when I work on myself and what I do with my clients when I'm coaching, what I do with my employees when I'm training, what I do with people when I'm doing a presentation or a talk. I will always share from personal experience 
And so what I wanted to share and what I wanted to like ask and to invite you guys to look at is what would happen if we started talking from a place of honesty, a true place of honesty when we're communicating with those people around us, not from a place of resentment, not from a place of fear, and that's the big one, not from a place of exhaustion or frustration or you know confusion. But if you were to actually sit there and say, and I'm just going to give this man as an example, if you were to say, mom, I'm really scared to lose you. And I want you to do everything in your power to stay healthy and stay with me for as long as you possibly can, because I don't know if I want to do this life without you being by my side. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I'm willing to. I don't know if I have the strength or the know-how. And I'm really scared. I'm really terrified to lose you. I don't want to say goodbye. What would happen if you were to communicate from that place, that raw, vulnerable, honest place, Versus saying, I don't want you here if you're going to continue smoking. Because that's a lie. (laughs) That's bullshit. That's not honest. That is anger speaking. That is fear speaking. And I see this in my relationship with my wife. I see this in my relationship with my kids. I see this in my relationship with my employees or ex-employees. I see this in the... the relationships with, you know, my clients and their spouses and their loved ones or jobs or whatever it may be, clients. And it's like, look, what would happen really if you were to become raw and naked and vulnerable and completely honest? And I mean completely honest. What would happen if you were to sit there and say, I am in so much fear or I have so much resentment, or I have so much hurt, or I am, you know, or I feel so lost, or I feel so confused, or I am so conflicted. I am so scared. What would happen if you talked from that vulnerable place, as opposed to speaking out of confusion or resentment or hurt? I can tell you from my personal experience, if I go to my wife and I say to her, I'm experiencing a lot of fear or I'm feeling really rejected or I'm feeling really scared, I know that she is not going to respond from a defensive place. I know that she is not going to respond from a malicious place. Now, if I go to her and say, hey, I didn't like the way that you, you know, said this to me or, Hey, you know, you better change the way that you're behaving because I don't like it. And it's making me feel rejected or whatever the bullshit is. Right. If I speak from lies, the chances of us getting into an argument are pretty fucking significantly high. (laughs) It ain't going to be pretty. I'll tell you that much. But if I go and I say, I love you and I am terrified to lose you. And I'm feeling really rejected right now that I'm losing you. My wife is going to hold me and kiss me and reassure me and like connect with me. And here's the, here's the punchline about that is that if you word this properly, 
If you speak from a place of love, truly speak from a place of love, not from anger, not from resentment, not you did this, or I want you to stop doing this because I'm feeling this way because you're doing this behavior, not that because that's bullshit. And we can talk about that in another, in another episode. But if you truly vulnerably, completely raw, just go out there and say, I am feeling hurt. I am feeling lost. I am feeling confused. I am feeling rejected. I am feeling unlovable. I'm feeling unworthy. If you could speak from those true statements that are contingent on nobody else's behavior or participation, where you are the experiencing one and you are the only one that has a choice to divulge in those emotions or that chooses to get out of those emotions, that nobody else's behavior or events have taken place. Paying attention? Because it's really important what I just shared. Listen to it again. If you can speak from a place of vulnerability that is contingent on nobody else's behavior and no other events, no other circumstances, not the president did this or the government did that or my wife did this or my boss did that, none of that shit. If you can speak with absolute vulnerability, the people in your life that respond with love and compassion and empathy and acceptance, those are your fucking people. Got me? Like, those are the people you want to keep around you. And here's what I've learned dealing with like ex-employees, dealing with ex-fucking like friends or ex-girlfriends or, you know, just (laughs) insurance agents. I don't know. Anybody. Anybody. Just dealing with anybody from my past, if I go, and I have a tendency to do this quite a bit, if I go and I say something extremely vulnerable to you, like, hey, I'm feeling really rejected, or I'm feeling unlovable, that's the big one, right? I'm feeling unworthy, I'm feeling really unlovable, and they choose to get defensive and gaslight or blame or justify or defend, guess what? Okay, I see you now. Thank you so much. You're not my fucking friend. You're not my fucking person. You're not in my fucking group. Got me? Like, this is really important. When you speak with absolute vulnerability, with, I mean, absolute, honest vulnerability, okay? When you speak from that place, it is amazing how God will bring in people strong enough to carry you And it's amazing how quickly God will take out the weak ass people from your life almost immediately. They can't handle vulnerability. They can't handle factual statements. They can't handle honesty and they sure shit can't handle truth. And it is a blessing. It hurts. Don't get me wrong. I I have felt betrayed and abandoned and all this shit from people that were like, oh yeah, you're my best buddy and I'm loyal to this and I'm always going to stand by your side and you and I are ride and die and all this kind of horse shit. And then the second it wasn't convenient for them, they're out the fucking door and they're hating my guts and they're spreading rumors and they're talking mad shit. That's happened to me more times than I can fucking count. But every single time that that has happened, I have felt like I was given the greatest gift of lightness in my heart, lightness off my shoulders, lightness off my chest. 
I have felt like I have been given freedom and, a, and an ability to breathe because those kind of relationships will squeeze you and contract you into something that you're not. They will pressurize you into something that you and contort you into something that you are not. When you speak with courageous vulnerability, with courageous vulnerability, you will live with no regrets. You will live with no fucking guilt or shame or feeling of like, I wish I could do this over again. I wish I could say something different. You will live with no regrets. When you speak with absolute, honest, courageous vulnerability, you will never have to worry about speaking something that can actually do harm in your own heart or anybody else's heart. So here's the invitation for this week. And that is, can you identify true, raw, vulnerable emotions? And here's some of the big ones. And I want you to really pay attention to what I'm saying to you, because these are the ones when I do my own personal self audit, when I do my own personal work, And what I always hold my clients accountable to is dismantling the story of the fucking nonsensical lies that they tell themselves. This person did this to me and this situation came up. Fuck that. We're not dealing with that. We're dealing with you. And when you can sit there and be honest with yourself and audit yourself from an honest, truthful point of view, and trust me, For those of you that do the workshops with me, you know what I'm talking about. When I talk about the distinction between facts, honesty, and truth, they are worlds apart from each other. So here's the invitation. I want you to identify the real emotions behind what you're experiencing when you're experiencing frustration or anger or resentment or exhaustion. I want you to really identify what it is. And this is the big one, okay? There's some, there's some big ones I'm going to give to you. One, I feel unlovable. Got it? I feel unlovable. That is not contingent on anybody else. That's just you. It's not about your job. It's not about your spouse. It's not about your kids. I feel unlovable. You have control over that. That's your feeling. It's not based or contingent on anybody else's behaviors, okay? That's number one. I feel unworthy, which is a playoff of I feel unlovable. I'm feeling rejected. I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling separate. I'm feeling lonely. Really identify true feelings. And there's a lot of people that'll say that there's like eight or five or two or one or a hundred true emotions. But what I really want you to think about is the ones that are contingent on nobody else. Like earlier, I mentioned, I feel rejected. Well, that's contingent on somebody else's behaviors, right? But the real feeling behind that is, is that I feel unlovable. I feel unworthy. Got me? So this is really important because what the invitation is for you this week is that I want you to see if you can identify the true emotions that you may be going through. Okay. I mean, this is not necessarily just bad shit. I mean, like it can be really good shit too. Like I'm feeling really lovable. 
I'm feeling really worthy. I'm feeling really, you know, fulfilled. I'm feeling joy. It doesn't have to be all bad shit. What I'm saying is, is that when you are doing your self-audit, when you are actually looking at where you are, when you're faced with a challenge or when you're faced with goodness or whatever it may be, I want you to actually take a self-audit and really pay attention. And when you can identify the true feelings that you're experiencing, if you can share that with your person, with your community, with the checkout person at AutoZone, okay? Like, it doesn't matter where it is. When you can speak with absolute courageous vulnerability, I want you to see what opens up in your heart and what opens up in the world around you. You want to avoid fighting with your spouse or with your children? Speak from vulnerability. You want to have a closer relationship with your spouse, your, your, your children, your, your parents, your boss? <laughs> Your coworkers speak with absolute courageous vulnerability and watch what happens. Watch what happens physiologically to yourself. Watch what happens to the depth of your relationship with the people around you. Now, I want to be very clear about something because some of you are going to hear this and be like, oh good, I get to bitch and moan about my life. That's not what I'm saying. That's actually the exact opposite of what I'm saying. I'm talking about you taking full accountability for where you're at, not blaming another soul, not blaming a single situation or circumstance, and see what transpires. See how deep the conversations can go with those people around you. It'd be really wild to watch, wouldn't it? So that is the invitation for this week. That is what I'm going to invite you to do for yourself and for those people around you. Because I will tell you this, when that gentleman cried about how much guilt and and regret he had in his heart, I know that there's plenty of that in this world. I know that we have all said shit that we wish that we hadn't said. I know that we've all done shit that I know that we wish that we hadn't have done. But think of the healing that could be taking place if you start speaking from the honest place, from that place of love, from that place of honesty, from that place of truth. Think of the healing that will happen in your heart and think about the depths of the relationships that you can continue to have. And think about the relationships that'll get the fuck out of your way. Because <laughs> that's just as important to clear out the old shit so you can bring in the good new shit. So that's it, my friends. That's it. Speak with courageous vulnerability. Speak from the place of love. Speak from the place of truth. Speak from the honest place. And see what happens. And with that said, I'm going to let you guys go for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for your time and attention. As I invited you guys before, please find me on gentrypetzel.com. Sign up for the newsletter. If you want to do more work with me and with the community that we're developing, please sign up for one of the workshops, especially the Sea Change Workshop. It would mean the world to me to have you guys there. I think that you would really, really like it a lot. 
And if you have any questions or you want to participate in a future episode, please text, video message, voicemail, whatever it is that works best for you to 808-430-1688. And um, if you are listening to this on your podcast platforms, please share, please like, subscribe. Um, post it on social media. Find me on Instagram. Post it up on your stories. I'll repost it. And if you're watching this on YouTube, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Like, give it a thumbs up. Comment in the comments below. I'll get back to you as soon as I possibly can. And with that said, thank you guys so much. Have a great day.